0: Hello, and welcome, folks, to episode 151 of the Ministry of Dice podcast. We're a UK-based podcast talking about all things Dice Masters. I'm Chris, otherwise known online as the True Mr. Six, and that geezer over there.
1: It's Andy, a.k.a. Spingletown. (laughs) I knew you were going to do that. (laughs) I bet you did.
0: I was all over that one, Spingletown's coming. What a great name. It is a good name, isn't it? where did you get
1: that idea from <laughs> <laughs> he done listened to the podcast spelsing uh, if you do listen hi is uh, one of our avid twitch followers when we do our fighting fantasy uh, streams uh, and the youtube channel and uh, i've got his name wrong or his not i'm sure it's not his real name but instead of still saying spelsing <laughs> i said spingletown yeah apologies
0: <laughs> you could have, uh, you know, embellished it a little bit, Mister Spingletown, or oh. Captain Spingletown, or something. Captain Spingletown, <laughs> the third Captain Spingletown. That could be an awesome, uh, like comic book, like a Captain Underpants style comic book. Oh, I think we're onto something here. Hey Stu, if you if you if you're at a loose end, let's <laughs> let's start a little uh, a little kids book series, Captain Spingletown the <laughs> Third. I'll expect some designs on my desk. <laughs> 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 anyway, what are we here for? Oh, it's Dicebusters this one. So <laughs> welcome everybody. We have returned. Two weeks have passed. I know. Once again, it's felt felt a bit lonely and empty without us. Two weeks can be a long time, but we're back to fill your lovely ear holes with oral pleasure for an hour, 90 minutes. Let's see. We're already starting. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see how it pans out. I've noticed that we have been, despite our complaints around how it's been difficult to generate ideas and there's been a dry spell and that and we've just got one set and nothing new going on to other than the one set to talk about, um, I've noticed that our runtimes are definitely more closer to the 90 minutes than the 60 minutes of late, you know. Are they?
1: Oh, that's because we've been just talking.
0: Well, yes, exactly. It's probably because we filmed... A lot of air with this type of stuff, talking about Captain Spingle Towns the Thirds so and what have you. Huh. <laughs> oh dear. So, we've got two featured segments planned f- for you lovely, lovely listeners to enjoy, but we'll do the kind of warm up chat intro
1: stuff first. And Plan's and- quite a strong word as well, to be fair. Uh, well, I've planned my segment. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's set and
0: ready to go. I've even got notes and everything Ooh. made for that one. Yeah. Nice. Uh, the other one is admittedly a little bit more loosey-goosey, a bit more of an organics type of conversation. um
1: Just but... so middle management. <laughs> <laughs>
0: i'm not middle management mate i teach middle management how to be middle management it's different <laughs> you're the middle of middle management i, I watch the watchers mate <laughs> <laughs> oh dear uh so anyway i was gonna lead us into the old um you know what have you been up to in the last so let me do my thing all right but as always before we get into those featured segments i'll ask
1: you my man well, what have you been up to in the last two weeks since we last recorded a few bits to talk about um i've been working away on my uh, song of ice and fire miniatures game uh, lannister army uh, which is a uh, a full 40 point which is the the standard kind of points value for a, a, an army uh, is completed it's very nice and shiny and red and gold and beautiful all gold and shiny that sounds amazing uh yeah, really really pleased, certainly after not painting for a long time. Uh it's it's come out nice. i very pleased, very chuffed for myself for doing it. So that looks beautiful. Um but you said last episode you're about to start on your starks. Have you started on them yet? Uh well I've I wanted to finish it off so I've I've got a little bit of basing left to do and then the, the Lannisters are done. Uh and then I've put in an order I waited for payday, to be fair, uh, right. to uh, get the p- paints I need for the slap chop uh, technique, which I've been researching <laughs> online and I'm very yeah, excited no, about. Good. They came in the post today, no mm-hmm. less. So I've got some. I'm sure I went into it last episode, so I won't bore everyone again with a like a regurgitation of that. Uh, but I've got me um, my paints that I need. I've got my big dry brush. Looks like a lady's like makeup brush. Sure. Um, and I've got the, the thin colours that then go over the top of the dry brushing that have come through the posts. So I need to get out in the garden with my spray paint to spray up the first unit of uh, of Starks uh, and uh, and crack on with them. be good. I'm looking forward to not painting red and gold.
0: <laughs> yeah, a bit of variety. Yeah. Of variety is the
1: spice of Song of Fire Eyes painting, as they say. I've heard that phrase a number of times. <laughs> uh, so. <laughs> So that's all good. That's all fun. Um, uh, Marvel Snap takes oh, yeah. up a lot of time. Uh, so I got back into it when I had like a, like it was like a really random unbeaten run. And I went from like, the because I got all the way down to like 10 on the, uh, the ratings chart. Uh, and I got up to 70 and then 75. Uh, and then it was as if like real people turned up. Um, <laughs> and then I've been banging between 70 and 75 for the past fortnight i think for ages just up and down up and down i managed to like just gather all these tokens so i bought um the spider pig and I oh sure yeah spider girl the one that drags the card that you played last turn or before over to a new location and i've yep. also got the new spider-man was it 2099 or something
0: yeah 2099
1: yeah oh hang on um, that when he moves, he destroys a card at that location. So, yeah, it's cool. But just just ups and downs. I get up to, like, 75, and then I go back down to 60... No, it's, like, 69, and then back up to 75 again. Uh, so I've kind of hit a wall, so it's less enjoyable. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, it gets like that, doesn't it? it? does get like that.
1: Yeah, it's the... When you, you really think that you've done it... <laughs> And then like something will happen. Sometimes it's just like, well, that's a complete fluke or, you know, that could have gone like so many different ways, but it just happened that it went the way that you needed and I've lost. Brilliant. Um, Yeah. I've done that. Someone pulled that on me the other day with a gambit.
0: They put a wang out and I thought, well, there's an iron heart on the way here or a white tiger. You know what I mean? I I can handle that. (laughs) So I started putting my stuff out assuming that was the case. Then a gambit landed, boom, boom, shot a load of stuff. And the next turn, he played Absorbing Man. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, shot oh, I was like, no!
1: <laughs> Not what I was anticipating at all. Yeah. It's rough. So did he go, what, he went, Gambit, Absorbing Man, and then did he chuck um, Odin?
0: Wong, Wong, Wong was there first. One came out.
1: Clear your field, isn't it?
0: Yeah, he went, he or she went Zabu, Wong, then, yeah, then it was Gambit, then Absorbing Man on top of the Gambit, and then, let's like, say, Odin. But I feel like they had stuff at something else at one of the other locations. I can't remember, but it was definitely the Gambit, which was a painful, but but recoverable. And then the Absorbing Man turned up
1: and just did it all again the next turn. I'm like, oh, <sighs> Yeah.
0: It's
1: not fun. Not fun. Not fun at all. Um anyway, Dice Masters wise, um not really done anything really. We played a game after last uh last podcast, didn't we? We played the teams yeah, we that's discussed.
0: right. Yeah, Captain Marvel and uh Kang, the the two
1: cards yeah. the the
0: viewer selected cards for us to brew around.
1: Longest game
0: ever oh yeah it was a slog folks it was a slog i don't think we can recommend the captain marvel or the Kang. (laughs) no i feel
1: like (laughs) there's potential certainly um in in both of them but the 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 way that that we had it was just a big old slog
0: yeah I, i think there was some part of it though where we were trying to make sure that the way we won the game involved the key cards that we discussed brewing around I think maybe there were times when perhaps we weren't making the most optimal buys or the most optimal plays because we were trying to leverage the cards that we were experimenting with more than perhaps going in for the
1: killer win if you know what I mean. I can't even remember which one of us won that game. I think you did but it was half past midnight. (laughs) I was about to say, I may
0: have won it but I think you just gave up. (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> just just a, a camera watching andy like a, a midnight zombie just rolling dice <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> T- trying to do trying to do combat maths because the thing was they were both slow to get going but once they did get going there was some stuff happening
1: that yeah I was trying <laughs> to figure it out and the maths and the numbers yeah it was rough all the combat came late game. And then Rob was hanging out
0: with us in chat over at uh, Dice Station Zebra and uh, Comics Mike was around and they were sort of cheering, cheering us on. And I got, I got a big push through that took Andy down, a big chunk of life. But then Andy came back out swinging and the chat were like, yeah, come on, Andy, go for it. Supporting the underdog and all that. Uh, uh, Andy, in that is, you then feel obliged to, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to to play your best, don't you? <laughs> it was good fun, though. It was all right. Yeah,
1: it was a tough one um it's uh, got to be a big old chunky youtube video that that <laughs> that would have been i don't know how uh, it,
0: yeah what's the i've not got youtube open actually what was the runtime on that it is up on our channel folks uh, youtube.com forward slash the ministry of dice So if you want to go and take a peek at the game in question then it's there and it is an hour and 24 minutes long <laughs> there you go yeah not not getting our usual kind of view interest on that one <laughs> <can> surprisingly <laughs> yeah it was all right that Kang was interesting, I thought the way you were sort of pulling stuff through and resetting your bag. I liked it,
1: I think it's potential I think it might be potential as a part of a different strategy as opposed to that being the main one, yeah, uh, but it didn't quite have the I was hoping it would be very you know maybe a a new um oh what's the the ramp i used to do all the time mimic that's it that's it he, yeah. he fell up my yeah. head yeah <laughs> then you call a mimic ramp but it's not because it it requires you to take stuff out of your uh your field zone put it into the bag so anything that's in your use pile you you might end up not picking out however it's it's guaranteed like there's a thinking behind it which i think i started to click i'd like to try it out again but maybe as part of a a different kind of win con or a different plan as opposed Mm. to it being the main idea. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And in your defense, I knew because we talked about the teams on the episode before playing them, I kind of knew what your strategy was. And my captain Marvel with her team watch is all about making you re-roll stuff. So I knew I was cutting off your big
1: Kang plays by targeting Kang all the time. Yeah. Cause I needed three in the field zone and Kang in order to suck three into the bag to be able to then bring out seven dice. Yeah. Um, and that was, uh, yeah, you kept chipping away so that I didn't quite have the three. There was a card that I played, which was a very, very much an MVP. Um, what was that? Oh, I don't remember. We've got the team there. I was going to have a look. It was the purple dice. Oh, Christ, this is a... Warriors Three team. That's, <laughs> that's, why that's so close to hand. Warriors three. Well you never know. Get a game in with the Warriors Three. No, it's not to hand, but there was definitely it might have been it was a when fielded get rid of a character or I don't I don't remember. I'll have to rewatch the video. Hold on, it'll be on my phone. Hey everyone All right, fair play. Well in the meantime, I'll, I'll
0: my Captain Marvel with the team watch, the whole uh, radicalization combo worked all right but i did find myself leveraging the spider-man and the ultimate spider-man more for the re-rolling um, but it worked quite well there was that beast xavier's dream that i talked about who gets the uh, the overcrush and the stat bump with the energize professor x although uh, it wasn't the energize with the professor x i was using uh so it's house of x where in the attack step if you don't attack with professor x you can Give plus two power to your X Men characters, yeah. and that was quite nice because I would land a team watch hit with by making Captain Marvel an X Men character. Uh, she's also already an Avenger. Maybe field a, a Spider Man or an Ultimate Spider Man or something. Then I'd make them an X Men as well, so that they'd benefit from the stat bump. So there was big beasts and big Spider Men and Captain Marvel herself throwing down the field at Andy Waller. Uh, well, I'd already had him re-roll some of his characters in the first place.
1: Yeah, I found it as Deathbird. When fielded target character cannot block this turn.
0: Oh, yeah, she was annoying.
1: So I that remember now. Being, yeah, so got it in the field. And then at the beginning of the turn, the idea was to use that. And then Dazzler, which whilst you have an active character die with a four cost or greater, which you are going to always have with Kang, um, Dazzler's free to field, deal two damage to target non-bolt character die. Uh, so kind of sucking those in, and then bringing them out. The Deathbird was definitely solid, especially if you got, if you use that, maybe not with this type of kind of ramp, but another more successful type of ramp, so that you could get all of those out. That's really solid. I feel like I saw a team used with that Deathbird that was
0: quite janky, actually. I must apologise, folks. I know it sounds like a recording in the back room of a restaurant kitchen right now. Um, <laughs> <my> wife, <laughs> I can't hear it. <laughs> Can you not? The microphone yeah. will be picking it up. I'll, I'll, I'll be able to hear it when I come to edit. Um, but it'll be quite <laughs> tightly knitted into what I'm saying. There's something about Unblockable for sure, and I think that Death Bird was involved. Yeah. I remember being hit with it. I've been hit with it before, and gone, oh,
1: <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, solid. I had like the vibes of that. Was it? Is it relentless? that got banned right at the start. Yes. That had that kind of you know multiple well you can't block with these guys, <laughs> uh, I'm coming at you, um, yeah. but you managed to keep my field thin enough that it didn't could never quite get the, the final no. foot over the line.
0: No, but you certainly used that Kang Churn a couple of times to not just have one death bird coming out to stop me from blocking, but have two, you know, which
1: yeah some made dazzlers a little, a little bit twitchier for sure, yeah, yeah it's good i think i'm gonna plan on you like playing around with it a bit more uh but maybe kind of as yeah as i said as part of a different team so it's not massively reliant on that mm, sure yeah
0: yeah we'll get brewing man look forward to seeing what you come up with we will do right over to you bud over to me. Uh, well you started with the non-dice masters first so I'll start with the non-dice masters like and it, the only real bit of gaming that's been going on uh, around these parts that's non-dice masters is that Star Wars Rivals which I mentioned last episode uh, so I picked it up at the UK Games Expo played it a little bit with my son he has taken a liking to it and so we've been playing it here and there you know a little bit over when there isn't some other extracurricular activity that's eating into our time uh, so much so we've been down to game but a couple of other boosters got some more characters to play around with and stuff which is nice so that's been going well uh, and then i've been playing a little marvel snap myself trying out this conquest mode and just uh i don't know did i unlock some new cards oh i did yeah i got a spider ham too gave that a little bit of a go uh, but my high, uh, my high evolutionary team, I've been kind of doing doing my best work with that of late. I'm up to 84 right now. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Um, but I can't, nice. I'm, I'm stuck there now. That's, I've hit a kind yeah. of, I go down to 81, then I go back up to 84 and I've kind of rattling around and that's sort of 82, 81, 82, 83 kind of space quite a lot. Nice, um, oh, that, that days, spider hammer. Like, I played
1: a little bit. Always. Hello. No, no. I stopped to allow you to finish oh, your okay. sentence. Yeah. I think that we. I think we might be lagging a bit. Um. Uh. Yeah. I so said the the spider ham. Uh. It's really good when it gets rid of something that uh, has an ability, uh, but it's really annoying when it kills off like when it hits something like um, red skull, or yeah. um, Hulk. <laughs> oh. <Uh-oh. laughs>
0: yeah. I don't mind it hitting my Hulk. Yeah. That's why my yeah. Evo team is not being doing too bad. Because when my hawk's up to 18, 20 already, I'm like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> spider it no probs. I've been, today's not, so today was a day of losing. I played for, I don't know, maybe half an hour while I had a sandwich at lunchtime. And uh, the featured location today is some janky movement thing. So I was just getting slaughtered by massive human torches and doves, uh, not doves, a hawk and dove Their DC, uh, cloak and dagger, daggers. Um, and stuff with this janky move location and I, I just couldn't the high evo stat reduction that you're getting from the likes of wasp and cyclops and the thing just wasn't enough to cut into the you know the the 16 strong vulture that's <laughs> that's just moved right across the board um so yeah i'm into the 80s but i think that'll be it. i'll not i'll
1: not break out of that and i think the season ends anyway doesn't it in a few days Oh yeah, of course it is. It's coming up to the end of the month. It usually is a few days into the new month, so maybe next Tuesday. I think it usually hits a Tuesday.
0: Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, and then we'll just—I think there's an X-Men thing, or a, I don't know what the next one is. Yeah. Um. So yeah, a bit of Marvel Snap on the Dice Master side. Obviously, the the game I had with yourself. We, we we've been struggling to fit games in, folks. To be perfectly honest, some some of you f- folks who. Uh, like to come along and watch our streams live or keep an eye out for the gameplay on the YouTube channel, will have possibly noticed it's just been tough, families, work uh, getting together uh, and finding the time to build the teams as well, to play is a part of that story too, so um, you know, we're still still around and we'll still be, we'll, we'll jump we'll just keep it out for notifications, we'll just jump up with a game and stream it whenever we can uh, and fit something in um, but I've been watching the two-team takedown stuff here and there, but we'll keep an eye on what's going on with that. There's a, a final coming up. I don't know if they've played yet. It. Laurier and Ben. Um, so two previous, that's, that's like champion of champions match, that one. isn't it? Both gone undefeated through the two-team takedown. I believe they're both using MasterMold teams as well as one of their two-team takedown teams.
1: Ugh. And was, yeah. <laughs>
0: You've not used yours yet that you picked up, that you traded for.
1: I've not. I'll have to. I'll wait till well, you're playing something completely janky.
0: <laughs> well, just, you will go from an hour 24 game uploads to the YouTube channel to like <laughs> seven-minute ones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and four of those minutes will be us describing the teams in the little <laughs> intro. <laughs> Uh, so that's nice yeah I've been keeping an eye on that I've been keeping an eye on the Gen Con stuff that's going on Um, it's now 36 days to go until Gen Con uh, and I can report as of today's check which is at at that point 36 days to go there's still tickets available for sale so the 16 maximum hasn't been met just over a month out yeah so there may have been something in what you were saying a couple of episodes ago about uh, the numbers yeah, I don't,
1: I don't know what to say about that myself, really. I suppose it's, it's a... I mean, a lot of people go to Gen Con anyway, but if you are specifically waiting to go to that, then it's not a massive amount of notice when you've got to book time off work, make sure that the kids have got cover, practice a team, know what what the um, you know, modern cards will be available, getting all prepared and ready. Like yeah. You need a a good bit of chunk of time for it just to organise your your life and what you're gonna do. So it is quite short. So maybe people have gone, Well, I just can't go. Deborah and accounts has got that week off. I can't go.
0: <laughs> That's it, yeah. And the extra cost, of course, all the additional added, you know, ticket prices and stuff. If you just want to play Dice Masters, yeah. You have to pay for your your entry fee to Gen Con and all that stuff. I don't know, but it just I, I thought maybe it might have hit the sixteen now
1: let us know if you have bought your ticket drop us a little note let us know you may well end up being the world champion because it might just be you <laughs> i saw
0: uh ben in the discord chat around Gen Con say so all i've got to do is buy 16 entry tickets and i can be the world champion <laughs> 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 always looking for the angle always looking to game the system <laughs> not even that
1: sounds like you just need to buy a ticket
0: <laughs> well i think uh so if you've got uh gen con pass you can obviously go in and see how many tickets are left i can't I'm, I'm just seeing the that it's still on the when you tick the box not sold out it still comes up which means it's obviously not sold out but jocelyn was saying on the double double dice there was four or five tickets left so there's like 11 or 12 of the 16 sold at this point so uh, at least you'll have a few rounds <laughs> do you know what i mean yeah, exactly. GenCon um, sounds yeah. cool. I'd quite like to go one year. Sure. Yeah. Well, if you go this year, you can go play Dice Masters and <laughs> see what it's what uh, twelve <laughs> master mold mirror matches looks and feels like. <laughs> yeah, I might give that a <laughs> miss. Yeah, I think that'd be a good event. That. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that's about it. Yeah, that's about it. There's, uh, like I say, that uh, been a bit quiet on the. YouTube channel and on the stream because life's just been busy
1: and the summer, you know, the summer's just generally a bit quiet.
0: Uh, So that's about it for me. That's all I
1: got to contribute. Thank you, Dope. Well, what else have we got to talk about in this episode?
0: Well, folks, we've got two featured segments for you this episode. Uh, We're going to have a little bit of a chat around uh, control and removal in the Secret Wars set. So regular listeners will know we talked about ramp an episode or two back. We're going to carry on that exploration of the set by talking a little bit about control and removal. And then our second feature segment, just a little bit of fun. It's going to be a classic Ministry of Dice quiz. But this time around, I've put the quiz together. So it's not Andy's Q branch, it's Chris's P branch. branch. (laughs) Why P? (laughs) (laughs) Because it comes before Q. Yeah.
1: (laughs) <laughs> and out of all the letters it's one of the funniest. <laughs> it is. That's <laughs> I did chuckle when you said it out of the
0: P branch. What else would be a funny letter for that? Don't think E can branch? Beat P.
1: Because
0: he's a good, he's a good, Ebony's a good.
1: Naughty, naughty, very naughty.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> 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 I used to love that song. I had no idea what it was about when I was when I were a young lad.
1: Not a really. clue. Nah, my no, my mate's no gr- sister knew the dude from Shaman. Oh, yeah? Were they a yeah. Southampton-based band? I don't think they were. And it was never confirmed, but he did tell me a lot. All right. Little, A uh, little known fact for listeners, actually. I found out oh. the other day
0: that the uh, recording studio here in Stockport, down the road from where I live, called Strawberry Studios, Neil Sedaka recorded there. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Now, of course, uh, that's quite coincidental because what folks won't know is that uh, for some period in his youth, Andy used to date Neil Sedaka's granddaughter, or was it his that's great-granddaughter? Uh, it's just his granddaughter. It was a while ago. Yeah. Um, and when he, when he did his Christmas album uh, not too long back, that was Andy's suggestion. Andy suggested that. I played the tambourine in the background as well. Oh, right. I, well, I didn't know that. You never told me that element. That's uh, quite a claim to fame. Oh, I need to keep things fresh. Well, sure, yeah, absolutely. I think I've said that twice. Uh, right, should That's we crack up I with it then, my mum? About... Uh, let's do it. <laughs> uh, I, th- I think you may have even clocked three instances of keep it fresh. <laughs> keep it fresh, people. <laughs> and in order to do that, let's now move on to the first segment. <laughs> Okay then, folks, welcome back, and as I said in the intro there, we're going to continue our exploration of the Secret War set by talking a little bit today about removal and control. I've sort of lumped the two of them together, because I kind of see removal as a... It's a kind of control utility function. Um, And we're just going to have a bit of a natter about what's caught our eye in the Secret Wars set around control, how we think it might be used, um, if there's anything janky or interesting, or is it just more of the same? And, and I don't know, just just talk it through, I suppose. Just have a natter about control and removal in the Secret Wars set. See if there's anything juicy. And then who knows, maybe on a stream near you sometime soon, we'll crop up with some teams using the cards that we've called out as uh, our highlights today. So, where should we begin, my man? Oof.
1: Where should we begin? <laughs> well, you I can have... tell you a couple couple of my favourites, if you like, to get us started. Yeah, go um, on. You, you start. I was uh, distracted by um, uh, trying to make a, a <sighs> joke. Oh!
0: <laughs> oh! <laughs> That's all right, I'll let you off, because the last couple of bleeps I had to put in have been mine, so I'll oh, let you okay. off on that one. A yeah. crappy joke. <laughs> well, first up, distractions back. <sighs>
1: nearly did another beep then
0: <laughs> yeah don't have a second one well, yeah distractions back global pay a mask remove target attacking character tonight from combat always used to love this andy uh, hates it because i love it and i play with it a lot and he's faced <laughs> distraction <laughs> to the point of distraction uh so i think we'd be remiss having a control related conversation with regards to secret wars without calling out the fact that that beast of a global has made a return, finally. One of the, the very few times where I'm not going to criticize Dice Masters for so much repetition in the game text because I feel like that one was <laughs> desperately needed.
1: Remove character attacking die
0: from combat. <laughs> <laughs> Ruin the whole <laughs> game. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, well, it doesn't matter if you're just going to ping your opponent to death, does it? No. <laughs> it's the last time we um, see you use this attack step now until this gets
0: <laughs> rotated out. I've I've been doing good. I've been doing real good with my attack step use. I feel. Uh, but I don't believe I've had the props and recognition for the expansion of my dice master's playing talents into that space over the last. I don't know how long have I been working on it. Eighteen months. <laughs> <laughs> good work. Well done. Have a medal. Thank you. But you're right. Now that distraction's back, I can put all that silliness to bed. <laughs> give up on that ridiculousness no no need to learn these new skills i could just leverage the the old bedded in (laughs) habits and routines (laughs) but yeah distractions back and that's that's obviously a very powerful global for teams that are well in two directions here really in the first instance we've got obviously the, the the blocking capacity the control that prevents your opponent from getting their big big beefy beat sticks through to damage you. But also with uh, force attacking being a very popular removal mechanism with quite a few force attack globals across the game, distraction is also good control to protect your own characters from being force attacked that you don't want force attacked taunted into your opponent's field. So um, we joke, but we can't deny it. it,
1: it is a, an extremely useful global. Yeah, it is. You have to factor it in looking at the list that we have and I mentioned it just before we started recording a lot of the control elements seem to be of a higher rarity um
0: yes well certainly this uh, so what I've done folks is I've just grabbed a, a, a team builder list and thrown a a, a selection of choices uh, onto a list I, I, I think in in the game's defense that might be just me leading right. into my game favorite game text. but that said I mean the, the, some of the standouts like Jane Foster League of Realms, that's a super rare, which is like the the double pumped up Mystique stroke, Iron Fist stroke, uh, Black Widow game text that is a damage reducer, while Jane Foster is active, reduce damage from opposing characters' abilities by two, which is really strong, especially in a set where there's lots of when fielded, deal two damage yeah. to a mass character. When fielded, deal two damage. Like Magic... Uh, for example, I've put her on the list here. Magic, Dart Child, when fielded, deal 2 damage to all opposing character dice. So she's kind of falling in the removal
1: control column. But with a Jane Foster out, that magic's useless. Yeah, things like that. Dazzler that I was using. That, yes. Like, a ping is, you know, reducing the ping down by 1, like um, Black Widow, was hard enough, let alone, you know, anything that does 1 or 2 damage. Bye-bye.
0: Yeah yeah absolutely so she's a super rare then all of the god all the god emperor dooms are quite controlly but the the one that i've put on the list here is a rare yeah i get what you're saying i totally get what you're saying uh, i've put the apocalypse on here folks as well wicked supremacist while apocalypse is active when you feel the character die, deal two damage to target character um super rare again so yeah it's something to be mindful of i suppose but all the god emperor doom rarities have got a bit of control in them yeah but pricey Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Although that apocalypse, that's another example of a two-pinger Yeah, that Jane Foster will take yeah. care of. In fact, I'll probably yeah. argue she's one of my other standouts,
1: although she's a five cost. It's strong, but it's a win-active. Well so it's not as if you have to buy loads of her.
0: No, that's true. I was I was playing around in my head um, about getting a team together that would just drive you to the point of you know, rage-quitting with a, like a Jane Foster and a Wonder Woman. and. <laughs> <laughs> and a Lilandra and, and just load it all up, but it's quite heavy costed. They're all five and six costs. But if you can get if you can get a lineup out like that, you could really oppressively lock your opponent down for
1: sure. hundred oh, percent. i will just have a look through this list now. There's a, a group which does the same as the um, Death Bird is that we suppose the Death Bird, the purple one I was using it was, wasn't it? Yes, that's right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I remember yep. that I chose one, but having both of them out, imagine cycling because they're both cheap, but they're both three costs. Both yep. shields. Um, if you and I suppose if you miss them and you could buy more, imagine having like eight of them rattling around with some good churn. You'd probably do it on your own. I mean, group stats are I mean, they're very defensive, aren't they? They're one, two, two, six, three, seven. Um, but and they're getting enough of them out. And you could uh, be doing chunks of damage each turn.
0: Yeah, your fielding cost with Groot, I think, will be the pain point because wasn't your Deathbird like no fielding cost on the first two levels? I uh, seem to remember you're not
1: paying to field her. That, does, on, that, that fielded for free with the, the Kang in the field zone, which helped.
0: Yeah, I've just brought Deathbird up it. Yeah, zero zero one. 1. So she's just got, I suppose she's got the edge on Groot a little bit for a when fielded effect because you. If you roll him in on level three all the time, it's quite expensive. It becomes expensive then. However, that that doesn't diminish from what you're saying. It can be easy to dismiss these target a single character, do a thing game effect. sometimes uh, when fielded target character that I can't block. Uh, your, uh, the Rocket Raccoon that you like is another great example of this. That uh, You can see it as a single hit, like field my Rocket Raccoon and shoot the thing that's annoying me. But actually, at costs of two or three... I've definitely been playing against you and you've gone, churned a bag, bag managed your way around to it or orchestrated the situation with maybe a bit of Dark Phoenix, well-timed Dark Phoenix, globally to KO stuff that's so waiting in prep, where you've done two or three in a turn. And I've gone, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, oh, wow. Rocket's just shot off three of my things or Deathbird's just prevented my two biggest characters from blocking or whatever it may be. So it can be easy to dismiss those, but uh, yeah, that group's quite nice, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I like it. It's it's simple. One sentence does the job. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Well, we all know
0: your position on that. You're on the record.
1: <laughs> yeah. my, my standout from the set is still uh, the thing, the uncommon thing where when he's sat in there with his big fat ass, uh, you can't target any of my other character dice. I no. love it. I love it because it's just like, boom. You kept getting around it. I suppose it's it's the the re-roll mechanic that is annoying. Like, and I think we discussed this on the stream with the the last time we had it, which was Bishop, which was a similar thing. You had we you, you didn't have the oh, spin something down, uh, so you had to literally ping him off the thing. Although it's still great because it, it does give you. you someone has to deal with thing before they can do anything else to your other t- uh, dice. It doesn't matter what your stats are. If you're spinning something down, it could have like 50 attack, 50 defense. But if you've spin it down to a single fist, then it doesn't matter.
0: Yeah. Or in the instance of the team I was playing last week, re- just, I got lucky with some re-rolls, um, re them out and stuff. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Um, and, and I suppose with a team like that Captain Marvel one that was leveraging the team watch, I wasn't just fielding one Avengers character, or you know, giving a X Men with radicalization and fielding one X Men. I was fielding two or three Spider Men, you know, an Ultimate Spider Man, a Spider Man, and a Beast in a turn, and having three attempts at rerolling him. So even if the first one missed, you know, I'd get there. But it did slow me down.
1: Yeah. So um, it's, it's more of a speed bump than a wall.
0: Yes, that's a great way of putting it. Yeah. Is a great way of putting it, but it it could just be the thing to keep you out of a tricky spot, couldn't it? But on that subject, there's loads of removal in here that's all about spinning stuff down and re rolling stuff. So, the Jimmy Woo, while Jimmy Woo, this is the uncommon skilled interrogator, while Jimmy Woo is active, when you use an action die, spin target opposing character down one level or spin level one character die to energy face. That can be very easy to pull off. Um, yeah, you know, we've spoken about that one before. Sherry Strange. So we've got Old Sleepy here, Isle of Agamotto. While Sherry Strange is active, when you use an action die, reroll target character die. I use both of those in the UK Games Expo. And when when it goes off, when you get both of them out and you, you use a cheap action die,
1: it can be, you know, uh, spin that one ho- down roll that quite,
0: one. Quite effective. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of pingy removal as well. So like Terax here, while Terax is active, when one of your character dice is KO, deal four damage to target character die. Um, and with game effects like the Black Widow, uh, not Black Widow, sorry, the Dark Phoenix Global, you know, it won't take you long. You could shoot a thing off at level uh, level one quite easy or hit him twice to get rid of yeah. him. You know, it can definitely start to accumulate. Uh, so, even the, the even the ping damage. I know we talk. We've said that there's a lot of stuff that's um,
1: what's got spinny, downy, re rolly. Uh, no, I was going to say
0: sort of low low level ping when fielded shoot shoot for two or when you feel the character shoot for two. But you have got stuff that does big chunky damage like terrax. Like uh, yeah. I put the spider Gwen on here, the uncommon when fielded deal five damage to target character die. So you have you have got the capacity to shoot stuff.
1: Yeah, which is annoying. Because you try and get your three or four dice janky combo off and uh you can never keep the three or four dice there long enough to do do what you want it to do.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. So you might be all right, you could stop being force blocked with a distraction, but yeah, you spin down stuff, you can just speed bump it with thing and hope for the
1: best. <laughs> yeah. So then you have to buy Thing and Jane Foster, at which point you've got a five <laughs> five dice oh. combo. Yeah, true that. Although what's
0: nice about uh the the likes of Thing and Jane Foster as control pieces, uh, although you're paying for it because they've got high fielding costs and high purchase costs, is that they're they're pretty chunky themselves.
1: Yeah.
0: So you can do a quick switcheroo to turn them into your uh or con- as contributors towards a a win condition. Have uh, we got the global sure.
1: that switches attack and defense anymore? That's gone. No. Yeah, that's gone. That's been
0: How is that that's nice the, probably the most lamented one at the minute, uh, to be fair. Oh, that reminds me. Did you notice that my favorite Shriek is back? What, the
1: blanket damage? Uh, the blanket blanking. The, uh, uh, what is it called? The prismatic spray on legs. That's right, yeah. So yeah. it was a shriek, shriek Dark Empathy that I used to use.
0: Was it Dark Empathy? Yeah,
1: I'm sure it is can't remember the one i didn't like was uh sonic boom <laughs> that was wasn't it it was sonic boom uh, sonic beam oh yeah but then you can't do the street fighter reference
0: no okay sure Sonic so, um... Beam <laughs> <laughs> still works still works mate you're fine you're fine all right yeah, uh, but Scarlet Witch is in this set uh, Scarlet Witch Wonder. she's a 5 cost bolt this time uh, the Shriek I used to use was a 4 cost but when fielded ignore all text on opposing character cards until the end of turn including global abilities yes please with a 0-1 set of fielding costs on her as well
1: with Dark Phoenix as well it's not a stretch for a 5 is it ping off a sidekick get it for 3
0: Yes, yeah. And with that Phoenix, with that global in the game, it's not hard then to rinse a repeater either. No. Yeah. Then so Phoenix hair off, so you could do it again. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. So if you're running a strategy where blanking your opponent's characters in your turn would help you win the game, like if you wanted to, I don't know, blank a thing so that you could spin down whatever you liked... <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that could be a good way to go. I was definitely thinking about it. I immediately, when I read that card, I immediately went to have a look at the new version of the collector, you know, the Awakened one that pulls uh, characters out. Because mm. uh, one of the beautiful things I used to do with, with uh, Shriek Dark Empathy was to use the old collector from Guardians of the Galaxy to field her in my opponent's turn. So I was blanking game, game text in my opponent's turn, too. Uh, and I thought, oh, is there a way I can jank that around? But the the new version, uh, the Collector Driven by Purpose, is Awaken. And it says, choose an unpurchased character die with a purchase cost of three or less. Don't. Yeah. The, uh, I had the sudden flash of, ooh, I think Collector's still in the game. Could I do something with that? Nope,
1: can't. Can't. Um,
0: which is to say, but although that would be a nice way of rinse and repeating your birds and your Groots
1: to... Yeah, to adding uh, to them. If you've already got a couple. Yes. Bum, bum. be something to think about. Um,
0: so lots of pingy removal, quite a few cheeky stuff. Oh, uh, one that uh, I forgot to put on the list that you've got, but if you've got the team builder open, you should tap it in. Uh, Black Panther, Toppling Doomstadt, which is the rare. Is that the one that I put on my team but then couldn't buy? Yes, that's exactly right. Yeah, six-cost mask. Uh, while Black Panther is active, when your opponent fields a character die, you may re-roll one of their other character dice.
1: Yeah, I reckon that's amazing.
0: Yeah, I think... um, So I know my man Jay Luchero has been playing around with that one, uh, and he's been uh, floating around on Discord, kind of uh, uh, advocating for its power. So that's one to look out for. And that Terax I mentioned earlier as well, one of your character dice is KO'd, deal four damage to target character die. Uh, Now what's nice about those, and the reason I was reminded of those while I was talking about the, the whole fact that Scarlet Witch doesn't work with the Collector, is those are cards, bits of control... And removal that you can make happen in your opponent's turn. So, uh, you know, obviously the Black Panthers when your opponent fields character dice, so that's exclusively yeah. in your opponent's turn. And the Terax because you can use the Dark Phoenix global to KO in anybody's go. You can KO one of your own character dice to deal four damage, which is kind of cool. But there's some other janky stuff that happens in your opponent's turn too. Like the God Emperor Doom. While God Emperor Doom is active, at the start of the attack step, target character dies. Attack becomes zero he's expensive. He's a six cost to get out, but I could just see that uh, there could be a real crunch moment where making an opponent's character dice attack zero could be hugely helpful.
1: Yeah. Especially if they're uh, looking for a big hit over crushing Becky Lynch. Uh,
0: yeah. I mean, I, I suppose the problem is that right now the, the big hit is coming from a wide field, isn't it? Mm. So it's, um, you know, it's a master mold that's, pooped out several sentinels or it's a, um, you know, a a Barry Allen swing or a rare cable or a kind of rare cable sort of dropped off the radar now. But um, yeah, so while that's strong and could, could be definitely good in a kind of casual area, I'm not sure it's entirely competitive, Uh, but it could be useful, could be useful. But then also there's the uh, Phoenix Force Cyclops. This one I'm not sure about. Uh, While Phoenix Force Cyclops is active at the start of your opponent's attack step, they pick an affiliation. Only psychics and characters of that affiliation may attack.
1: Pick an affiliation from what? Uh, just anything. Just pick an affiliation. Not like an affiliation that's in the field.
0: Well, that's yeah. You know, that's what you would do, wouldn't it? If you if your opponent was playing that Phoenix Fort Cyclops, and you wanted to attack with your uh, I don't know Overcrushing Beast because just because yeah. he's that's the card in front of me right now. Um, then you would say X Men to make sure that you could attack with your Beast. But right. I'd be cu- I'd be curious to know how many teams knocking around have a wide variety of affiliations on them right now, as to whether yes, that could so be effective could be like, or not.
1: I pick the WWE
0: affiliation. <laughs> yeah, the problem with it is the flaw with that is that your opponent chooses the affiliation themselves, so they can obviously orchestrate that to best suit them.
1: Oh, I missed that important part of the uh, the text. That's why these these game texts with more than one sentence is uh, is shocking. Um, right?
0: Yeah. It. If if I chose, then I'd be like, yeah, uh, let's go for good know, Zentarium or whatever. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> <Monsterous>. <laughs>
0: Order of the whatever they are called. Yeah. And you'd be like, well, I can't block with anything now. No, it doesn't. work. yeah, it's not. Um, oh. I can't tell of anything now, but yeah, it's not your opponent chooses. So it's curious, uh, and the only reason I've drawn attention to it is is because of this idea where control can be really effective when you're able to use it in your opponent's turn. But I don't know how effective that one is. I'm just, uh, yeah, just drawing attention yeah. to it really. Um, so there's that, and uh, oh, one other. Uh, I'll, I'll one final one that's on my standouts right. list. Uh, Namor leading the cabal for cost shield while namor is active your opponent must pay three life to declare blockers it's rough is it? yeah well that's that's the kind of control that we like that's that's the best control because it's not only control but it's a win condition bit of control yeah
1: pointless if you've got distraction though uh must pay three life to declare blockers um well sure yeah but unless you didn't roll any masks i suppose
0: yeah well you you wouldn't um if you were playing Namor, you wouldn't bring distraction on your team anyway, would you? No, but your opponent might. Uh, that's true. Yeah, so don't need to pay the three life. I'm just going to use a load of masks to distract stuff yeah. back. Yeah, true. Um, that that uh, bring, it does sort of lead to a nice point, though, where and I've definitely been in this position. What you've not got right now is the massive mask generation that you used to be able to do in the past to support the Distraction Global. That's true. Yeah, there's no there's no Clayface. You know, there's no Billy Club.
1: Billy Club. PXG. Um, yeah, yeah. PXG didn't make masks. They just used them as... Both.
0: Well, what what things like PXG and Mimic Rant did was meant that you could draw and roll a lot of dice and with morphine jars or... Uh, what was the two-cost mask the that was quite popular jars. for a while? Uh, Elf Thief. Elf Thief, yeah, stuff like that. I mean, we've got Harley Quinn in the... Uh, in the, in the current modern meta, haven't we? But you're just relying on loading your bag up with a load of one-cost Harley Quinns and drawing and rolling them with the ramp mechanics that are available to us right now. There's not like a a way you can jank it using um, Clayface, I suppose, specifically, was the one that really took distraction to new heights. So that's something to bear in mind. Oh,
1: we've got Polymorph again. That's very controlly. Oh, yes, indeed, we have, yeah. Uh, not necessarily on the... If you're using it on your your side of the uh, uh, the board, um, you know, bringing in your characters, uh, but um, you can use it on your opponent as well, um, and you can use it in that little global window in between declaring attackers and blockers and doing damage. Uh, so you could quite easily switch out their attacking monster of of doom for um, you know a wizard with no attack to pick random examples out but um that's something that i always plan on doing but never really pull (laughs) off but um i've seen it done and it is well annoying because everyone forgets about it sure so it's also not in the secret one set is it dalvin it's
0: (laughs) oh yeah it's still modern though isn't it it's still modern yeah absolutely i I just wanted to make sure that (laughs) you're lucky that i've got i've
1: picked out a modern one (laughs) <laughs> true story i'm still yeah. opening up my justice campaign box we'll talk about that next week <laughs> we can talk about that next week if you we want yeah <laughs> um
0: well so anything else that stands out uh, a lot a lot of the control is game texts and there's not a lot of global control outside of the um distraction um oh i'll tell you what there is there's wallop in this set where you can pay a fist to target blocking uh, blocked character deals no damage that's quite nice for as an overcrush preventer and then our man Mr. Fantastic has got the force block global is it the force block no it's force attack he's got the force attack on on his uh, uncommon
1: there's a force block banging around somewhere but it's probably
0: not in no it might not be in this uh, set. I might have missed it when I put this list together yeah
1: so yeah, there's lots of, and that's that's
0: just scratching the surface. There's loads of pingity ping, kind of removal control stuff and odds and sods knocking around. That's just I'll stop now because I said oh I'll share a yeah. couple of my favourites and they're basically named about 15 cards. Nah. <laughs> I don't, is there anything that leaps out at you that I've not already <laughs> bagseed?
1: <laughs> uh, no, no, I think have you've done a good job um, of of covering off a uh, variety. Uh, of control pieces as you said like there is and i think we've mentioned it before a lot of direct damage to other you know your opponent's characters uh throughout the set that certainly seems to jump out uh which is is certainly controlling when you're, you're filling their field uh knocking out sidekicks flooding their bag all that kind of jazz uh so um yeah there's a lot of that out there i tried that dazzler it's pretty good um i'd have you know, a host of things to pick out. Some of them, quite a lot of them have got a little caveat, like not bolt characters or not mask characters or not characters with the, you know, donkey affiliation or whatever. But, um, (laughs) there's some little minor caveat just to not make it a, a a kind of a blanket use one, but, uh, it's pretty loose. I mean, you're not likely to come up against an all bolt team or an all mask team at the moment anyway.
0: No, I was going to say there's there's one that targets just shield characters, uh, and you're right. There's one that targets just bolt characters. I can't remember. I think the shield one is a a thing, and the one that targets just bolt characters is oh no, it's I can't I can't bring it to. Is it just bolts? No, it's non bolts, isn't it? That's the non-bolts. dazzler. I'm yeah. that's uh, I'm thinking of. Uh, oh, there's a dazzler that targets just mass characters. That's what it is. I'm thinking of right um yeah and there's a stormbreaker ray as well which i think targets just mass characters uh, just outright ko's them the thing just outright ko's um shield characters which is but that's a themey game text that i appreciate that even though it's not the type of controller I, I ever really feel like i could find myself using on the team i like the theme because there's a scene in the secret wars miniseries where the thing sparks out franklin's galactus wow how cool is that uh, yeah, it's very cool. Uh, and that's the the game text is a specific reference to that moment. I, I like that it exists, but I can't, you're right. It's like, uh, I'll go with the Dazzler because at least that's everything but bolts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, or that Spider-Gwen I mentioned before, she's got a caveat on her that says she can't attack the turn that she's fielded. So you field her, you shoot something for five, which is a good chunky blast to get rid of something um, or significantly weaken something bigger. But then you can't attack with her.
1: Nah. So you've got to have something else
0: to tag in. But if you're lined up your field and you've got your big beat stick ready to go, then you follow up with her, don't you, the following
1: turn or something. Yeah. Or field her, do five damage, polymorph in something else, polymorph her out, and smash them down the field. Yeah, for sure. Different ways to chess it. So, yeah, loads of examples of control. What, dear listeners... Have you spotted spotted anything fun? Anything we've missed? Do you think that we've kind of skipped over something that uh, is your go to removal-y piece? If so, let us know.
0: Yeah, absolutely. There's way more than what we've named today. There's a, there's a, a new Drax knocking around. Uh, I'm pretty sure uh, a couple of the one of the other Phoenix Four Cyclopses is, is quite good. So yeah, there's tons knocking about. We'd love to hear from you. You know the usual ways to get in touch. Um, so drop us a line and we'll, uh, we'll we'll revisit next episode. Cool. All right. That's cool. a bit of bants about control. So we uh, get into uh, Chris's P branch now then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. On to the next segment, folks. I, I'm not sure about this. Uh, w- welcome back, listeners. Sorry. I started with a thought before I welcomed you back. Uh, I'm not sure about this P branch name, this Chris's P branch name. No, I think it's good. No, I think it should be True Mr. Six's P-Brunch. Oh, okay. We can go on with that. <laughs> so let's run with that. But yes, it's quiz time, boys and girls, ladies and gents. Uh, one of our favourite things to do here on the Ministry of Dice. Uh, I've gone away and prepared a quiz for Andy to uh, field here live on the podcast. But uh, as always, we'd like you guys to play along and let us know how you fare at the quiz. And I have resurrected, brought back uh, the classic True Mr. Six's Who Am I Test? oh and is it secret wars it's secret wars yeah exclusively secret wars characters yes um so change that uh, to avx (laughs) not now we can't i've planned it already uxm (laughs) Uh, no no, we're doing secret wars okay yeah we're doing secret wars so for those who are not familiar with this uh what i do is um i pick some characters out of a set or around a theme, or you know, whatever we're doing that particular week. It's the Secret War set this week. And I have five clues uh, for Andy to uh, that I'll read out to Andy for him to guess who the character is. For each clue he requires to make the guess, his points will diminish. So he'll start with five points up for grabs, but then if he needs a second clue, it'll go down to four points um so essentially unless Andy doesn't get it at all he'll always manage to get one point if he takes all five clues Does that makes sense yeah makes sense to me yeah uh i've got nine well i've got eight and one bonus one basically right uh cuz i like to be contrary and i was i didn't want to go up to 10 <laughs> um and also i was a bit concerned a bit concerned i might go on too long so I, I stopped myself from just making loads of these uh and in order to uh, make it interesting for you, dear listener at home, but also to make it challenging but not too challenging for Andy, I've slipped in a few, few clues that might be comic book related, might be artwork related, might be game text related, might be related to the character in a movie or a TV show. In order just to kind of open up the the, the um, you know the borders of assessment, <laughs> so that the clues aren't completely lost on. People who are listening, or Andy here on the line with me now. Cool. Oh, it's tense. So, uh, are you ready to face the uh, True Mister Sixes P Branch? Who am I? Challenge. Let's do this. Okay, then number one. Who am I? And your first clue is I should have the villain affiliation, really, but I don't.
1: Ooh. Okay. Let's go for. Wait, well, I think you just mentioned God Emperor Doom. No. Okay. But that's a
0: strong guess out the gate to go for because he should have the villain. Oh, doesn't he have it? No, he doesn't. I don't think. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Uh, okay. Second clue. Who am I? In my artwork, my eyes are glowing.
1: Ooh. Hyperion? Nope. Okay.
0: Uh, canny listeners will be like, oh, I see what Chris has done there. Because there's a, there's a couple of characters it could still be at this point. Okay, third clue. Who am I? My chest is a prominent feature in my
1: artwork. Okay.
0: The and Phoenix, Forks,
1: Forks cyph- <laughs> Phoenix Forks Phoenix Cyclops. Phoenix Forks Cyclops. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no <laughs> okay
1: is he a baddie i bet he probably isn't he's phoenix force that's a baddie thing
0: yes yeah he is a baddie well he, oh, in okay. the secret wars storyline is he's, he's actually a goodie but the, the phoenix force cyclops in the core central universe is definitely a bad guy okay okay next clue who am i my subtitles are all a single word
1: uh <sighs> yeah 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 is buddy yeah oh there's going to be
0: some folks shouting at their pod podcast player right now <laughs> um i think i got it okay go on
1: apocalypse yes
0: hey there you go two points it took you uh, four clues to get that one uh the fifth and final clue was going to be i am an infamous, infamous villain from the x men's rogues gallery which I think should have pinned it down if you hadn't got it from yeah. the single subtitles. Uh, sort of where it all goes He's in. Dark. The f- uh, yes, yes he is. Yeah. Oscar Isaacs plays him, doesn't he? Does he? Yeah, it's Oscar Isaacs in, in all that makeup. <laughs> right, number two, second right. character. Who am I? First clue. I am flying in my artwork.
1: Flying? Mm. Oh, there's not a lot of them that fly. Some do swing. And that's true. Thor kind of flies. It does. You flick it through your binder right now.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, and Hyperion, he flies. Let's go for Hyperion. Nope. Oh, I'm going to keep going with Hyperion, though. I'm sure that you. Okay. Going for sure. Something.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, next clue: the headwear on my costume obscures my eyes. This is important. Uh the the horse face uh Thor. Stormbreaker Ray. That's the one. <laughs> nope. Oh. <laughs> uh third clue. Who am I? I am a Secret Wars variant of a well
1: known character. Oh, okay. What have we got? What? Well, uh, God Emperor Doom sat on a chair, so it can't be him. Mm-hmm. Um can't be any of the spidery people is it f- phoenix fork cyclops it is the
0: f- <laughs> it is the f- Forks. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely right yes there you go three points for that one you needed uh just two clues to get that the the next clue probably would have pinned it down for a lot of folks which was, was going to be uh, one of my rarities uh game texts references and affiliation not found in this set And it's got a global that does stuff with the Phoenix Force affiliation. And the the Phoenix Force Cyclops doesn't even have the affiliation themselves.
1: Affiliation.
0: Yeah, so dumb. Anyway, that's your (laughs) second character done. You've got five points so far. Uh, Folks, I hope you're keeping score. Drop us a line, let us know how you get on. Next character then, who am I? I also should probably have the villain affiliation, but I don't. God Emperor Doom. Nope. (laughs) Ah oh. <laughs> second clue, who am I? I have a massive helmet.
1: <laughs> um oh, I can't remember the artwork. Um The Galactus has gotta be a villain. Um What about um who else? Namor, he was a baddie in the film. Although I feel like okay. he's mostly a goodie. Is it Namor?
0: He Does chops he around, but no, Namor's not who we're oh. looking for. Uh third clue. Who am I? I have a bionic arm.
1: Oh. Kang.
0: Nope. <laughs> okay, who am I? Fourth clue. In my artwork, my throne is a big plant.
1: Uh? <laughs> what throne? I say it's Doctor Doom. Um I'm struggling with this one. <laughs> So Throne's a big plant. He should have the villain affiliation. Yeah. He's got massive helmet.
0: Yeah, and a Bionic
1: Arm. And Arm. Yeah. <laughs> I am lost on this one. Let me go for um, one of Thanos's henchmen. Is it Proxima Midnight? It is Proxima Midnight. No way! Yeah. The In fact, the
0: fifth and final clue was I am a member of the Black Order. So there you go. Well done. So what's that? Two, five, seven points so far. Uh, Next character, who am I? Uh, I have spikes on my shoulder.
1: Ooh, okay. Um, God Emperor Doom. (laughs) No. Oh, (laughs) why did you not just choose him?
0: (laughs) Maybe I have. There's still a few more to go yet. Um, Second clue then, who am I? I am a mask energy character.
1: Ooh. He's got spiky shoulders, but also the thinking man's hero. Um, (laughs) Molecule man? Is he a mask? (laughs) Has he got spiky shoulders? (laughs) No. (laughs) Oh, okay. You
0: are incorrect. Third clue, who am I? Some of my powers are
1: magical in nature. Oh, the clue's in that. Um, it's that really weird looking card that is also magic
0: that's right
1: it's red with like a joker's face on it
0: yeah and she's looking all angry the next clue was the secret wars version of my character has horns and the final clue number five i look very angry in my artwork (laughs) does look very angry she does look very angry. Yeah. Uh, okay. Fifth character. Then carry on with the Who Am I challenge. Let's, uh, how's Andy doing so far? Two, five, seven, ten points so far.
1: Oh, yeah, not doing too well.
0: bad at all. Yeah, not doing too bad at all. And again, let us know how you get on. Go to our Discord. Let us know in the in the uh, podcast discussion or drop us an instant message, whatever. Uh, fifth character. Then who am I? I have never appeared as a card in the game
1: before. Does that include their Weird secret ward variants. Can I yeah. ask questions? Okay, cool. Oh, well, oh, that narrows it down quite a lot. Yes, it does. I'm not sure it's helped me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got a clue. I have to get your next one. Okay, next clue. My dice has a unique feature not seen before in the game <gasps>
1: Invisible Woman.
0: Yes, well done. Although, that's pretty canny of you because I was trying to misdirect into Franklin's Galactus with that c-
1: clue. Oh, that no, I'm far too literal. I just thought of the, the dice without any uh, symbol on
0: Without a symbol on it, absolutely right, yeah. Uh, brilliant, okay, cool. Uh, moving on to, that's a good scorer there. Got yourself four points for that one. Boom! Uh, moving on to number six then. Who am I? My headwear has a winged
1: motif. Well, you are four. Nope. Oh, you are not Thor. There's Well, in this set, there's several Thors, don't forget. <laughs> if I just say Thor, then I'm just blanketing them all. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Next clue. Who am I? Some of my power is derived from my weapon, which is partially depicted in my artwork. Ooh. Uh, Jane Foster Thor. Nope. Okay. Next clue. Who am I? I am of alien origin. Uh... Horseface, well, extraterrestrial, four. I should say. Stormbreaker ray, but no. <laughs> oh. All right. Uh, next clue. Down balls. two points up for grabs. Who am I? I am wearing a black cloak. Um. um
1: oh no, it's not. I was going to say God Emperor Doom, but it's not. <laughs> this is green. Well, it's white actually. The Secret Wars version of uh,
0: God Emperor Doom is wearing a white cloak, I think.
1: Um. So who derives his power from his weapon and has a black cloak? You might not
0: know that weapon thing. Actually, I think that might be more of a comic booky type thing.
1: Okay, let's ignore that then. Um, yeah, I oh, don't no, know man. Nope. Oh, okay. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Last he clue. Has a special stick or something, doesn't he? Mm, nope.
0: Okay, cool. Let's continue on. Well, I mean, he might have a special stick, but that's not that's not where his power comes from. Um, <laughs> your final clue, then. My wife also has a card
1: in this set. <laughs> Does she? <laughs> um. Then, then it's got to be Mister Fantastic. Nope. Oh.
0: No points um, for this one. The answer was Corvus Glaive. Oh, okay. Is his wife Proxima Midnight? That's correct. I did not know that. Uh, okay, you probably didn't know that he's got a magic staff as well that makes him immortal.
1: No, he's the one with the big face that gets sucked out of the uh, um Yeah, he's
0: got wingy, wingy things on the side of his hood.
1: Oh.
0: Yeah. All oh.
1: right. Tricked me with that one. I was going to Yeah, forward.
0: no points. <laughs> uh, next next contestant, uh, sorry, next character. You're the only contestant. Uh, okay. Who am I? The only one, yeah. I am a
1: central character in the Spider-Verse. Oh, right. So I want to say Spider-Man, but you're probably not that blatant, but maybe you'll think that I'm not going to think you're that blatant and you have gone Spider-Man. Um, <laughs> Bear in mind, there's two Spider-Man in the set. I, let's go Spider-Gwen.
0: It is Spider-Gwen. Boom, right out of the bought. gate. Boom. Well done. Yeah. You're absolutely right, though. I was going to... Because there's three potential cards there. There's Ultimate Spider-Man, Spider-Man, and Spider-Gwen. So, good on you. One of the later clues would have probably pinned it down, though, uh, because one of the clues is the fact that she has an alt-art card in the Origin Packs. Oh, I've definitely got that. Yeah. Okay, then. Uh, The eighth and final proper character. We've got a bonus round in a second. (laughs) Who am I? I have a rank.
1: (laughs) Hmm... Oh, you are Captain Britain!
0: I am Captain Britain. Yeah. Oh, I was going. There's Captain Marvel in the set as well. You see, that's the the misdirection there. Uh, the last clue was my uniform is of national importance. So you've got it then. Extreme <laughs> national importance. Extreme national importance. Absolutely right. Let's have a look. Two, five, seven, ten, fourteen. Uh nineteen, twenty-four in total for Andy there, folks. Me, I think that's quite decent considering that, my knowledge uh, isn't that great on <laughs> Secret Wars. Absolutely, yeah, that is pretty decent. The uh, the two full fivers out at the end there with Spider gwen and Captain Britain definitely gave you a big boost yeah. in the final run. <laughs> yeah. Uh but the bonus round, if you're ready for it. Born ready. Yeah, if you get this right, I'll give you ten extra points. You ready? I think so. Are you all ready at home? Yeah, sounds like they are. Okay, get ready. This is this is possibly the most challenging clue. I worked very hard on this one all day. So the ninth character, the bonus round character, who am I? I am feeling kind of sleepy.
1: <laughs> you are <laughs> Doctor Strange. Oh, well, I'll give it you Sheriff Strange. Sheriff Strange, that's
0: it. <laughs> Right, add to 10 points. Add to 10 point bonus for the uh, bonus character there. Takes you to 34. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, well done. That was a tough clue, that. I think I'm I'm quite impressed you got that. (laughs) No, it wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and there we go there's my who am i quiz done <laughs> love it thank uh, you very yeah. much you're quite quite welcome yeah absolutely so uh drop us a line let us know how did you get on any of the clues did you fall for any of my little cheeky early clue misdirects or did you manage to guess right out the gate uh, you know there'll be a few people claiming oh yeah no i totally got it first clue yeah totally <laughs> yeah. did you beat me or did i beat you yeah, well, I mean, so you dropped a few points in those early ones. You've got a couple of twos here, so there's definitely room for there a bit of room uh, there. some uh, competitive, uh, who am I, Trouba Sixes P-Branch competitors to uh, come and try and take down the king there. The the difference being, obviously, that you got the bonus round, and I reckon a lot of people will have not got that one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Anyone who's listened to this podcast will have got it, though
0: yeah well outside of this podcast um yeah you know, it all started i don't know i think maybe in the uk dice masters page it was mike and stew and i think uh mike and stew were joking about it on on our unboxing stream i think is where yeah you know, that, that first it. yeah yeah is where that first came from so i think folks outside of the uh, listening community will be aware of that one uh, but there we go great okay uh so get in touch we'll wrap that one up there and that's also bringing us to the end of the podcast so let's move into the outro well there we are then folks As all good things must this episode of the ministry of dice podcast has come to an end we hope you enjoyed listening as much as we enjoyed recording it and we did and we did it, absolutely. So there's nothing, we haven't got much to finish off on, really. There's no event. Oh, uh, i tell you what, there is some events to tout, now that I think about it. So uh, our friends over at Breath Weapon X have got something coming up that I should mention.
1: Uh, yes, they do. What do they have? Well, there's two things, actually. Um, there's a face-to-face event that's that's going to be in the UK. That's quite exciting.
0: Yeah, that's right. I
1: believe it's that Firestorm Cards in... Oh, it's a bit further away than, from me than Basingstoke. I think it's like...
0: Swinton it is, or Swindon.
1: Swindon. One of the Swers. Swindon, it's that's a,
0: it. Yeah, it's one of the Swers because I, I did do a search, but I'm actually away. I'm in Wales that weekend, so I can't make it down myself. But yeah, there's uh, Firestorm Cards in Swindon. What, what I'm desperately doing is hunting around for the date. 5th of August. Uh, which is the same day as Worlds, incidentally. Uh, So if you're in the UK uh, and can get to Swindon on the 5th of August, then uh, drop our man uh, Rob Petterfor, or otherwise known as Collector Rob on the Discord, a line for more information. But they are also holding their next online event. Breath Weapon X Fest 83. (laughs) Not quite. Breath Weapon X Fest 6. And that's taking place on the 26th of August. Um, which is going to be a uh, 1 in 20. So you choose one character card, give it 20 dice, get two basic actions, and play. (laughs) (laughs) Just just one card? Just one card, yeah.
1: (laughs) So Alex Dickinson.
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, I think that's Rob. Maybe he's caught with that one. But uh, yeah, that's interesting. I would probably say that something like uh typh- that typh- what was that Typhoid Mary and a Blanken one no well yeah maybe but she's just the hand isn't she she's the only character of of that affiliation so she's the only character that that helps herself if you know what i mean what about blob
1: uh, just stop anyone else from buying oh, yeah. or fielding their they dice. must have
0: some they must have some bands in there i think they're using one of the um, thursday night dice fight ban list or something anyway head on over to uh breathweaponx.wordpress.com go take a look at the breath weapon uh, sorry the breath bwx fest 6 page all the details will be there by the time i get to write in the uh description for this episode on uh, sunday night i'll make sure i put it i'll track
1: it down myself and put a link in for anyone who's interested in that indeed Whew. and their event information is always well worded
0: yeah, it's, it's, some sections of it are incredibly well written, actually. I'm quite blown away at the uh, articulate and literary nature of how it's put together.
1: Indeed. Control C,
0: <laughs> Control V. <laughs> uh, right uh, so there is a few bits to point out just not our bits some bits for yeah, some friends in the podcast uh otherwise that's yeah that's it um i suppose give us a shout if you've got any suggestions so what have we done so far we've done ramping secret wars we've done control and removal so uh, the it, it would track that the next secret wars focus segment we do is win conditions yeah, do, or do we drill it down to like combat damage and direct damage? We'll have a look. But if you've got any suggestions, let us know. Um, you know just write to us. In fact, I've noticed uh, folks have been getting in touch less and less of late. So just drop us a line if you've got anything to let us know. What's to read out? We'll read anything. else. doesn't even have to be dice masters related. That's um, true. So Ooh, yeah, I feel like an uh,
1: agony aren't section coming on.
0: Oh, I've, hey, there's a segment type I've not there's done a in thought. a
1: very long time. If you have any problems. And you want our help? Then drop us a line. Doesn't need to be dice masters orientated. It could yep. be a relationship issue.
0: Absolutely, Andy's very good at, with the uh, with the romance advice stuff
1: for sure. I certainly am.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, I've been Chris, otherwise known online
1: as the True Mister Six. I thought so many like inappropriate things to say that I just didn't. Like, <laughs> yeah, just me too. So I, I moved it on quickly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've been Andy, A.K.A. Horse-faced Thor. Hawthorne <laughs> <Hoff-based> fork, <laughs> Phoenix Phoenix fork, Andy. <laughs> See you later, folks. Bye, bye. bye. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I, Carol. I can tell you. are <laughs> <laughs> nothing but a fool. Are you lagging again? Uh, don't think so. No. Nope. I, I was just trying to squeeze in the Neil Sadaka reference. <laughs> okay, fair enough. He could have been my granddad. Great. Well, in law. In law. Anyway, yeah.